0: Hey, 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 welcome to Thick and Fabulous. I am your host, Chantella Whitfield. Thick and Fabulous is a safe place for women to talk, cry, laugh, vent, and be informed about the things that affect our daily lives that we tend to put on the back burner or are too embarrassed to talk about. We talk, celebrate, and offer support and all the joys and challenges associated with women's health, especially women of color in our 40s and older. We have a good, good girlfriend conversations in a judgment-free zone to discuss Everything from dating and divorce, menopause, and balling on a budget, honey, all while trying to live a happy, healthy life. Welcome to Thick and Fabulous with Chantella Whitfield. I got my girl here today, (laughs) y'all, Coach Coop, Ebony Cooper. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So what I like to do is let you introduce yourself because nobody knows you better than you. So tell everybody who may not know who you are, which they should. (laughs) Everybody know Coach Coop. (laughs) Um, My name is Ebony Cooper. I am the owner and founder of Fit and Fear Studio, located in downtown Lexington. Yes. And how long you been in business now, girl? I have been in business in a facility for the past two years. Yes, my girl doing it. My girl doing it. And I love it. I love it. We've been doing this for a a while. I know. I know you're (laughs) doing. I love your energy. That's why. That's why I keep coming back. I love your energy. Um. It's always hard to find somebody that's authentic, um, intentional. That's why. So I'm like, that's my girl. That's my girl. (laughs) So um, we're going to talk about today um, the journey uh, to fit and fierce. Yes, ma'am. Which you are both. Which you are both. Um, So if people don't know, um, you started off a heavier woman. Yes, ma'am. If you feel comfortable, would you like to share your beginning weight and where you are now. So when I got started, I was at one ninety eight. Okay. And currently, I am at one seventy. All right. She's and just curvilicious. Isn't that the word now? <laughs> curvilicious. That girl thick. That girl dick. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you decided to go start on your weight loss journey, mm-hmm. what was the conversation that you had to have with yourself um, to get started? Since we are being so transparent yeah. today, because you call me authentic, so I got to do You're that. Dying, you know? Um, the conversation I had with myself, I was in the mall one day, mm-hmm. and I was shopping. And at that time, the trend was distressed jeans. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't find any that would fit me. And it was so frustrating that I was just like, I'm going to get me some distressed jeans. <laughs> and that was like the goal as like small as it may seem mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to go into a store any store that I wanted to and put on what I wanted to I yes. didn't want to shop at specific stores yes. or I can only go here or only go there like I wanted to go where I wanted to go and so that was the conversation that I had with myself like we gonna get in these jeans we gonna get it? and now know... all my jeans are distressed <laughs> Man, Because listen, I don't know who ever thought that a curvier woman, if you will, a voluptuous woman, looks cute in flowers and stripes. And it's like, honey. Baggy and heavy. (laughs) Like, we want to be fitted and sexy, too. So it's it's, like, come on with it. Yeah, for sure. That's a good conversation to start (laughs) with. So um, what is, I guess, or was your motivation... To live the happy life outside of the distressed genes. Okay. So outside of the distressed genes, I'm a mother of three. Um, at that time, my oldest was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, my youngest was an infant. And my middle was probably seven, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. It's three of them. So I don't not, keep not up with the ages anymore. <laughs> but, um, and... My dad had became very ill, mm-hmm. um, and he we found out um, that he had brain cancer. Oh. And um, he survived it a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And when he passed away, he left us with so many questions. Like, when did this happen? How did this happen? Mm -hmm, Why mm -hmm. are we just, we didn't find out until he was going into emergency brain surgery. So it's like, this had to be a thing prior to, and my vow to my children um, was that I would never leave this earth without questions. So Mm. it was either going to be natural Or they were going to know that this is what's wrong with mom and this is why she passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that is really what got me going. I kind of started before he got sick. um, But after he passed away, it had really got real serious. And I guess you can call it a... It was a coping mechanism Mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. well. Um, But that definitely was my go. Like, it was like, okay, we... I can't do this to my kids that's because it was done to me. So yes, and and that's the thing. I always um, with grief, it it leaves those questions, and you sit in there, and it's like, how do you how do you cope with it? Yeah, you yeah. know, and it, it's it's one of those things that's very very tricky. Um, that's either gonna elevate you or are you gonna stay in this low dark place it's it's, it's gonna be one of those two things it's gonna be one of those and I wasn't given that choice because Mm -hmm. I still had babies you know so it was like I can't tap out right because I have to raise these girls and they're depending on me so Yes. And they watch. They they do. Absolutely. They do. A lot. Because I've I've seen your middle daughter in, well, all of them in the gym with you. So it's like, yes. And that's a hard thing, you know, especially with um, people of color. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, getting in, into the gym because, you know, you know us about our hair and <laughs> I got a little cute matching outfit. Right. <laughs> I'll let it. it's like, girl, if you don't come on in here. Right. I'm telling you. So with, with, with you having children, um, changing your diet. Mm hmm. <sighs> How did that go? How did you go about making the changes not only for yourself, but introducing these changes to your kids? I guess more so your 14 year old. Cause you know, she would have been already had 14 years of eating, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you are making this change. Yeah. Um, I think, I think because we were all in a season of grief, mm. it was easy for them to transition. So, um, Tay, my oldest daughter, mm-hmm. she had the relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. And so we were kind of in the same space in that season. Mm-hmm. And so it was really easy for them to follow. Right. Um, And I've always been the person that they looked up to. Right. So it right. was like what mom is doing, I'm going do to do that too. And, you know, not to say that they, everything they're, they like they don't like everything that right, I right right. But of it was very easy to transition. Right. Um. You know. I guess the hardest part would be like the juice and the snacks and yes. stuff. Um. That I no longer buy. You know. I'll buy here and there. But mm-hmm. it's like if I have all this juice in the house, we are going to drink it. <laughs> so so that defeats why not the purpose. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> so. You know, that's. it was very easy for them to transition um, just because they knew where I was at, mm-hmm. you know, mentally and emotionally. And so they kind of just flowed right into it. It wasn't, it wasn't a struggle at all. But that's good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you tell people who are, because um, she's a trainer too, if y'all didn't know. She, uh, uh, she's a tope I almost said, I almost said something to get me blocked. <laughs> <laughs> don't get us blocked. Don't, don't get us blocked. <laughs> Think <laughs> it, God. Watch my Uh She's a dope trainer. <laughs> so what do you tell women that come into your um, gym that have children and, you know, they're making that transition? How do you encourage them to, you know, introduce the new foods to the kids? Um, the one thing I tell everybody is mm-hmm. really it's like don't try to do everything at once. Yes. And so yes. we as humans will try to just cold turkey everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's, that's not even anymore. realistic. Mm-mm. Like, try to change one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, give them an option. To Of what you're going to change, mm-hmm. you know, and just do one thing, whether it's like, okay, we have all this juice and now we're drinking water, like introduce those things slowly to them mm-hmm. and they'll learn to love it. Anything that's forced is not going to work. True. You know, I I don't I'm not a big fan of diets and all that other all those other things. And so I don't do those things to my children Mm -hmm. because to me it feels like a punishment. True. And it's like, how can you enjoy something that's a punishment? And so that is something that I always share with my clients. It's like. Find that thing that works for you and mm-hmm. do one thing at a time. Yes. Um. Because just like when we were kids, if your mom said don't, it's like, okay, why she say don't? And I'm going to do it go, and do it. You know? <laughs> so it can't be that bad. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> well, I need to know why she said don't. I might get in trouble for it, but let me know. Let me find out why she, you know, right. it's always worth the risk of trouble. And yes. so I always tell them not to. Try to just get rid of everything at once. Just do one thing at a time, and once you got that thing down, pack. Whether it's working out or going to the gym or you know eating more vegetables, like change small things, mm-hmm. and then those create big success. Yeah, that is true. Build that foundation, yes, ma'am. Build it, and then you, <laughs> you fall off because everybody falls everybody off. Everybody But you can go back because yes. you, you've learned. Yes, you've yes. learned. I love it. So okay, I'll, let's keep. Let's get a little deeper. Okay, let's get deeper. What were you most fearful about on this journey? I'm going to say failure. Mm. Um starting something and not finishing it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um
0: I think that's a really that's tough for everybody whether yeah. it's weight loss or traveling or starting a business. It's like the fear of not being, not succeeding, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, okay, I'm going to start this thing that I've never done before. And what if I don't make it right? Or what if I don't finish? Or what if I don't do good at it? You know? And so, um, the what ifs were in the back of my mind. Um, and I would always be like, what if I can't, or what if I don't? And, um, one day I was, in Bible study in a woman's group and my pastor was just like, what if you do? And I was like, hmm, what if I do? Mm -hmm. You know, and so that's something that just always sticks to me is like, what if I do? Why not me? That part? Why not? Why not me? And if you fail, so so what? You can try again. You can A different way. Absolutely. A different way. Absolutely. I love (laughs) it. (laughs) Girl! Failure is not always as bad as people make it seem. It's like um, one of those things that you just, it happens, just try it a different way. Yeah. Just don't give yeah. up. That's my thing. It's like, just don't give up yeah. on something that that you really, 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 really want. Yeah. Oh, feel, fear of failure, I think a lot of people face. Mm-hmm. And over the years, what I've learned to change my language to... um. I always tell my kids, like, you haven't failed until you quit. Well, and so say that one more time, one more time for the people in the (laughs) back of the church. Amen. You haven't failed until you quit. So if it doesn't work the first time, do it again Yeah. and do it again. You can start over as many times as you you need to. Mm -hmm. But you haven't failed anything until you quit that thing. Yeah. And so it's just like, keep going, keep doing it, keep trying, keep figuring it out. Because, yep. you know, the fact of the matter is, it's different for everybody. That. And it's hard. It's like, it ain't, you, people, I think people get so caught up in what they see on TV and, it, you know, the, the biggest loser. And it looks like, oh man, they just lost their weight in mm-hmm. and, and once in and one show. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, nah, baby. Absolutely not. <laughs> They've been <laughs> struggling. Trust me. <laughs> and when they go back home and they don't have that. To the real world, and they don't have somebody always there, it's like, what do you have then? You have to build that foundation and push through that fear to keep going. You got to figure it out. This one lady told me this, and I thought it was, at the time, the most weirdest fear I have ever heard. Mm -hmm. But she was afraid of losing weight because she had to buy new clothes okay yeah. and i was like i've never heard of that and i was like that would be the best part like really She was like yeah i just i don't want to buy new clothes and i'm like then you really not you're not in that head space ready. Yeah, yeah you're not ready yet because i'm like i have never in my life heard anyone say that you you still want to do that that reason. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, everybody has their own thing. Everybody does things. Mm-hmm. So I wanna um I know that you are a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Yay. See, that's why we connected to. <laughs> um, so I wanna know how much does your uh, spirituality and relationship with God um play into the transition of living your healthy lifestyle. So God is the foundation. And, um, you know, before I got into, you know, understanding who God was and Mm -hmm. before he became um, the main player Mm. in my life, Mm -hmm. um, I was different. You know, I lacked discipline. Mm -hmm. Um, I was comfortable. Mm -hmm. And um, when I did, when I found God, Mm -hmm. And I was in a spiritual place. I learned how to be disciplined and I found my faith and I found belief, you know, and there was a time before him where I lacked belief in myself. Mm. And so when I found that relationship with him, I found discipline, like, but discipline across the board. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. When you, when you have a spiritual connection with God, you find wholeness. Mm-hmm. And, I agree. I agree. Um, health is a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the spiritual component, the only way that one can be healthy is if they're whole. And... Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Run that back. But Run that back one more time. The only way mm-hmm. that one can be healthy is if they're whole. Mm-hmm. And so if you're lacking, if you're not able to eat right or you're not able to wake up and get to the gym, it's like check your wholeness because with God, you are physical, mm-hmm. you're mental, mm-hmm. you're emotional, mm-hmm. and you're spiritual. And if all of those things are intact, being disciplined in health is a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was a piece of cake, like um, not saying that there weren't any struggles. Oh, yeah. But it's like you never said that wasn't going to be a struggle. (laughs) Never said it was never said that part. (laughs) But it's like my mental capacity was different Mm -hmm. when I was spiritually connected and in a gym, because then I could say, come on, Coop, you got this. Like, you I believed in myself more. So, you know, nobody heard me talking, nice. but if something felt hard, it was like, you got this. You got like, it. you can do this. You was like, created to be more than that. All right, you, Lord, that. you got me You here. got me So, <laughs> what you go. about to do? <laughs> we about to pick up this dumbbell or not? Like, we going to flip this <laughs> this weight bar or not? Like, what we going to do? right. Right. You right. know, and so I just believe, you know, health is a part of that wholeness. Nobody's healthy if they're not whole. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Like, there's nothing, it's just like, oh, you got me over here just ready to shout. Like, yes. Yeah. And then I think that um, a lot of that too is healing. When you become in that whole, you got to heal all that mess Absolutely. that you don't bury way, way, way down in there. You got to dig it all up and leave it, leave it, leave it at the throne if you want. You got to leave it there and say, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's do this. And it, and it and it happens and and it's beautiful. Oh, listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna have to here today. We might. We <laughs> what we not gonna do? it gabby got on here like ooh 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 ooh. Well, good. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Listen, um, you're a phenomenal woman. I just want to say that publicly. If I haven't already, um, you are, you are a phenomenal woman. And, um, it I takes appreciate being a a, being able to be in your space, um, time and time again. But, um, whew, we haven't been down hawking if y'all just got here, um, about spirituality and, and fear and, um, starting her journey, um, Now I want to talk about accountability. Yes, ma'am. Because I think that's a big part of becoming fit and fierce. Uh, How do you hold yourself accountable? I live in my truth. Oh, she said. And those aren't my own words. Mm. So I have a friend, a very, very close friend Mm -hmm. who... She just always says, like, if you don't do anything else, live in your truth. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that's hard to do for some people. (laughs) It has, I'm taken back by it now that I, you know, now that I think about it, now that I'm saying it so much, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it really takes you back because it's not easy to live in your truth. It is not. And so the truth is, when it comes to health and wellness, is that it's not easy. Mm -hmm. You know, the truth is, is that, um, Everybody doesn't want accountability. Nope, because um, that's easy. Because then you can fall off and be like, "Well, nobody," because you don't have to live up to what you said. You don't have to be responsible Ooh! for what you said you were going to, to do. do. And accountability is really it matters to me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, you know, back to my girls. Yeah, I'm. They are my accountability. Because the one thing that I said I would promise that I would do is I would take care of me so I could take care of them. And if I'm not well, Mm. then they aren't well. Or if I lack, they They lack. lack. And so um, from a personal standpoint, my children are my accountability. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, But I do call on friends. You know, I do reach out and I'll say, hey, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Especially if I don't feel like, I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to. Do. <laughs> At least you being honest because about it. Because there's times where it's like, okay, I'm gonna go home and work out. I'll tell you, nope. I have a treadmill. I have dumbbells. I have mini bands. I have every. I have a mini gym in my house. <laughs> but if I say I'm gonna go home and work out, I'm not. So it's like, hey, thank you y'all for that honesty. Out? I mean, I'm not. <laughs> Y'all want to work out? Or I'm going to work out with my clients. Or, like, I'm going to figure it out. Even if it's like, all right, kids, we can run this block. They'd be like, ah. But i be like, listen, like, we got to get this done. Yeah. You know, and so accountability is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I agree. You know, people are, you know, they may feel ashamed or not want to reach out to that person. Or whether somebody they trust or don't trust, it's like, if you know that you're not gonna do what you're supposed to do, then pull somebody that in to somebody. make sure yep. that you'll do it. Yep. And that's okay. Yep. Nothing wrong because with that. Because that's what accountability is. is. We are not supposed to be we are supposed to be accountable yes. to ourselves. Yes. However, there are some things where we are required to call other people in. Of course. We gotta call in the forces. You gotta like, call. hey Listen, when you get when you start struggling who you calling? Uh, Listen, Lord, I need you right now. Send somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Send help. SOS, I can't do it no more. I can't do you, it. You know, you got to have that one person. And I, I, you, you're right. You got to have at least one person least in your corner that's going to call you on your BS. That's going to call you out. <laughs> and be like, yes. "Say you said it. You said it. Not me, you. I'm going to be here for you. And if you don't have that one person or you have people around you that are not going to hold you accountable, you need to throw change them away. Yes, change your circle. Change it change ASAP. Change your circle and and that brings us to that question. Um did your friends and family support you when you started um the the journey and and how did they do that? Absolutely. Everybody was down. Mm-hmm. Everybody was happy. Everybody was proud. Um whether it was my pastor Daisy Brown, she mm-hmm. I started working out with her first mm-hmm. and like she taught me how to run and now I love running. Oh, wow. When I was a teenager, you couldn't pay me to walk. <laughs> so it was yeah. like, do what? No. Let's call a taxi. It was taxi back then. <laughs> Let's call a taxi. Let's catch this bus. How are we going to get to the train station? Because I, walking was just not my jam. I, w- mm-hmm. I wasn't athletic as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I danced, but as far as athleticism, that wasn't me. And so, you know, I had her helping me, teaching me how to run. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we would we would go to Planet Fitness and run on a treadmill or we would run outside. I ran my first race with her. Um, my best Aww. friend Kitty, she would call and be like, what you doing? You know, did you work out today? Even till this day. I love it. Even till this day, we have discussions about... When we working out, what workouts we doing, how we doing it. You know, I just always had somebody that was like checking in. Checking wow. in. And so, you know, my family was behind me one hundred percent. You know, mm-hmm. my kids have always been down for whatever I do. Right. Whether right. I was working out or not working out. <laughs> they was like, they was up? like, All right, well, mom doing it, we <laughs> doing it. Doing it. <laughs> you know, so you know, my my um my support system is super strong. I love um it. I've been on this journey since twenty fourteen and my support system is Hard. I know it. Like the squad hard. <laughs> from the squad, <laughs> the <From> squad beginning <laughs> to end. Like I've never lacked support mm-hmm. on this journey ever. I I love it. Yeah, and it's the way it should be. I yeah. mean, because that's the hardest. That's another hard part is if you on this journey and the people in your circle aren't and yeah. they aren't supportive, that yeah. just makes the journey like 10 times harder. Because they throwing, well, why can't I go? Why can't, why we got to go here? I, I want to eat this. Absolutely. And it's like, but you know, that's not what I'm on. Like. Absolutely. Like, I have plenty in my circle that are like, yeah, I ain't about to. <laughs> but guess what they'll wear the brand Mm. they'll wear the apparel they'll call and check in I love it they'll they'll support they Mm. may not be down for the broccoli and chicken (laughs) breast but you know I'll rock your shirt though but we gonna pick a restaurant that serves both you know so you know my people just bruh I can't (laughs) even like begin to describe like the amount of support that I've had on this journey from start to Present. It's how, crazy. How important is it to, to your your clients um, to have them have that support? Because not everybody has it. Let's just be honest. Not everybody has that support. But how important do you think it is to have that accountability partner and, and support from those in your circle? I believe that it's 100% important because we all have those days where... We want to get in the bed and get out of the covers. Mm-hmm. You know, we have those days where we just want to do everything that's not right. Everything yeah. that's not who we said we are. Mm. And so I believe that it's like, it's top tier. Like you need that mm-hmm. because you need that person to say, Chantella, that ain't you. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what's what's wrong with you? You need somebody that's going to say, get from under them covers or I'm coming to get under the covers (laughs) with you. Like, which one you want to do? You want me to lay in this bed with (laughs) you you, or you want to get up and do what needs to be done? And so I believe that having a support system on any level with anything, even if it's not health, you need it. You need it. Like, you need it. Mm -hmm. I believe that God didn't put us here to do anything by ourselves because it says it in the Bible somewhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. I love the Lord y'all, but I don't know all the 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 scripture, but but I know, but we know somewhere in there, it says that he didn't do everything by himself. He didn't create us to be alone. No. Like he didn't create us to run this race by ourselves. And so it's just like, I agree. You're not supposed to. If anybody's trying to do anything by themselves, I'm checking. If so, if i and you a- can't, because you are in any in any aspect you can't. You're gonna need somebody is. An expert in their field. Absolutely. You in your lane, they in they lane, and they do something better than you do. So hey, let me hand this off to you, cause yeah, that ain't my training, ain't my thing. Absolutely, but n- let me get you to coach. Coop. she she can do it. I can dance with you all day long. Right, all night long. Right, but you trying to uh, throw weights and stuff? That ain't my thing. That's not for that's me. not my thing. Yep. But let me let me give you somebody who is. So that you can do it. I mean, you can't, you can't do it alone. That's why we're connected to the people that we're connected to. And I always that's... tell anybody that comes to me, I'm like, if I don't have the answer, I got the resource. And resources are I have. I just got, I got the resource. Like, I don't know everything. But I can get you there. But I can get you there. That's one. So what kept you from saying, this is too hard? Besides, okay, I know you've got your kids and that's one, but... Is there anything else that kept you from saying this is too hard? I give up. I never got to a place where I wanted to give up. Ooh. And that's probably the first time that I didn't get to a place where I wanted to give up. That's beautiful. And once I, once I succeeded. Mm I never had to give up in my spirit. It just wasn't in my spirit. But even on this journey, it got hard. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to say a lot of cuss words. (laughs) And I probably wanted to hit a couple people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I never got to a place where I wanted to quit. Yes. Especially when it started, like, turn it over. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't happen... Overnight. Overnight. People want to see 30 Days, you know. I didn't start seeing... Nobody mentioned my change until about three to four months. And even when they mentioned it after those 90 days, it was like, where? Like, I didn't see it. Right, right, right. Because it, it takes longer for us to see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. so I always tell that to my my people. It's like, it takes 90 days for somebody else to see mm-hmm. change. And so when people started saying, like, what you doing? And I'm like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm just, you know, just working out, you know, changing my, ain't nothing. Oh, you look at, do I? <laughs> <laughs> and so it made me start to pay attention, start paying attention to myself. Because uh-huh. it was like, all right, I might be doing something. Like, <laughs> something. Something. I noticed something <laughs> might be happening. <laughs> they said my neck looked thin. <laughs> I <laughs> said, my neck is Not looking. Neck. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like the first person somebody noticed was like, your face look. And I was like, for real. <laughs> you in the mirror, like the really neck. <laughs> so you know, I just, I love it. I, I've never been in a place where it's like, I'm done. I'm done. I. Lo- so, but the, I love that. I love that. But for the person who's like. Tired of being sick and tired? What's that word of encouragement you get to, for them? When you get to the place where you're tired, that is where the change is starting to happen. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Mm. Yes. Hold on. Any, I mean, anybody. When you get to a place where you feel like you're going to quit, it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's coming. You just don't see it yet because we don't see it first. Oh so it's like, just hold on, just push through a little while longer because it's happening. Mm. Girl, listen. <laughs> I wasn't expecting all of this. I w- listen, I wasn't either. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. It's just like, I'm getting myself together over here. i myself together. She ain't going to have me in my feelings. <laughs> don't give up don't give up don't give up listen um oh, just um ebony cooper hey girl, hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> so um we've had a beautiful discussion here um very transparent um i'm learning some stuff about my girl and i've known you for a, a little while um so it's like wow my girl's dropping a. Mad knowledge over here and wisdom. So um we're gonna keep that going. And I want to talk about now um building your brand because you went from just Ebony to now Ebony on the way weight loss journey to now Ebony mom entrepreneur. You know, open up a gym. Right. She's the only, the only, the only woman, shall I say, African American woman, gym in Lexington, Kentucky. Yes, ma'am. She probably in Kentucky. Uh, I mean, you know. But hey, who gonna check us? No, not somebody gonna check me on it. Somebody gonna check me. But they ain't, they ain't Ebony Cooper. They ain't Coop. So, um, I want to talk about that. Um. First, let's talk about what made you decide to become a personal trainer. Um, so on my on my journey mm-hmm. um I had a male trainer mm-hmm. um who was absolutely amazing mm-hmm. um but there were times where you know I was in an emotional space or um I felt like I couldn't go forth um or it got hard or I felt like I wasn't being connected Mm. with Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's natural, you know, from a male to female perspective. Um, We don't always understand males and males don't always understand females. True. And so um, there were many of times um, during my sessions where I was frustrated or uncomfortable or um, Um. I just didn't feel good about, Mm -hmm. um, the place that I was in and, um, and it had nothing to do with the people that were there. Mm -hmm. It had everything to do with me and my insecurities as a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I decided to come first, I fell in love with the process. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing. The first thing was like, Oh. Okay, so if you do this and you put A and B together and then you got C and then one plus one is two Mm -hmm. and two plus two is four. This is what the outcome is. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. And so I knew that I wanted to do that, but I also knew that I wanted to provide a space where women Mm. were comfortable. Mm hmm. Where women felt good about themselves no matter what size they were, Mm. uh, no matter what color they were, that they felt comfortable in the gym. Because the one thing that I noticed with women is they're uncomfortable in the gym. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. Um, They don't really want a male to be there. Because some of those movements that you do can feel like a sexual thing and it's like man I don't want to be opening my legs up and you stand there looking for sure what yeah (laughs) for sure absolutely (coughs) yeah and then you have women who are in relationships yeah and you know their husbands or their Mm -hmm. partners know you know how men may or may not think or anything like that and that wasn't my case but I just wanted to provide a space where women can come without a doubt, and they could feel yes. good about what they were doing and good about themselves. And so that's why I became a trainer. I love it. And, and you see, I was great. Do it again. You get ready. Right, <laughs> kind of, I need yeah. no, my, I need my own little beep button. Little button. <laughs> <laughs> beep. <laughs> And you're very good at it. (laughs) That ain't the word I want to use, but it'll suffice. Yeah. (laughs) But you're very, very good at it because um, I don't know if anybody has ever been to her space. Um, It's squat. Like you always say, it's squat. There's the connection, the accountability, the friendships that's been built. Um, Man, it's not a... um, what's the word competitive Mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. It's a unitive space. It's like we're a unit. Like if I can't do it, okay, well, there's another person there that'll say, hey, I know I can't do that either. Or, I mm-hmm. used to couldn't do mm-hmm. it. Um, let me show you this modification. Because yep. it's like, because you can't be everywhere with everybody. But Absolutely. there's also those, if you want to call them micro trainers there. And This For is sure. like, Definitely. You, you know, <laughs> hey, let, let me show you how to do it this way. And I, I like that. I like that. And And women need that, to For be sure. honest. For sure. We need that. And you're not, you're not competitive. You're not being in competition with the next person. Y'all all all on this same journey together. Right. Um, This is, this has always been a big issue for me. So I always ask other trainers Mm -hmm. and people on um, the weight loss journey, body image. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do you deal with your own body image issues if you have them? Some people may not. Um, And how do you encourage others to love the skin that they're in? So that's really a a big thing for me is, Mm -hmm. um, you know, making sure everybody is pleased with themselves. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, people have body image issues from looking at other people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, look at you. Mm. Love you. Mm. Because guess what? My jeans aren't your jeans. Yep. And their jeans aren't your jeans. Yep. And so it's like, we're all built different. Mm-hmm. I tell my daughters all the time, our family wasn't made small. You know, and my, my middle, she's <clears> always <throat> like, oh, mom, you skinny. I'm like, honey, <laughs> can I go put on? Honey, if I take these compression pants <laughs> off, <laughs> do you hear me? <laughs> stop." <Christa! laughs> First of all, I've never been skinny. <laughs> that. But, you know, in her... In her mind. In her mind, yeah. because I my build is smaller. Mm-hmm. Skinny is the word. But mm-hmm. I always shift her focus. Mm-hmm. Like, we big boned. We yes. are thick. Yes. And fabulous. Hi. And, um, you know, that is just how we're made. So I try to encourage people that... It's not the size. Mm-hmm. It's not how you look. Mm-hmm. It's how you feel. Yes. Someone just, someone just, uh, one of my clients just came and was like, oh, I'm a- set the scale on fire. And I was like, but how them pants feel, sis? That. Because that's what matters. Like, when you put that dress on, yeah. are you feeling yourself? Mm-hmm. Or can you walk with your head up high and not pulling and tugging at it? You like... And I when I see you, you look good. <laughs> so I don't understand, like, what... But I get it, though. Yeah. You yeah. know, because it's the social media and mm-hmm. it's the movies and it's the, you know, yeah. the famous people and the Beyonce's and yes. all of them. And it's like, you know, we looking at them and seeing that boom we had these twins and boom <laughs> now we got body right. and it's like, it's like guys, that's not realistic that's not it's not it's not realistic and they not working like they not they can take 6 months off and just focus on their body and still got income and that's it we can we ain't there yet we you ain't know, there yet not, not yet not yet <laughs> not yet but we we going to get there yeah. like because it's just like i would rather do the work mm-hmm. 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 because you can respect it more yes Because you you know what you've been through. Because you know what it took. Mm -hmm. But how often are you going to continue to lose weight if you don't know the journey? Like if you just feel like, boom, I'm rich. Right. You're not going to appreciate it. Yep. And guess what? Most people lose it. Mm Mm-hmm. Boom. I lost this weight overnight. You're not going to appreciate (laughs) it. Like the struggle is what keeps people in the place that they gotten to. Mm-hmm. Like the journey is what allows people to hold on to that place. Mm-hmm. You don't appreciate it and you don't respect it if you don't have to do the work. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I make sure that, you know, I encourage my people mm-hmm. and I make sure that my people encourage right. each other. That We have a space where mm-hmm. we are like, it's a whole, I, It's gotten to a point where I don't have to encourage, 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 Mm -hmm. Like I get a little pullback because I've trained my people to love each other. Right. Like, and, and that's what they do. And, you know, the support is crazy. Like it is within, not just for me and not them giving it to me. Like they take care of each other. They've become accountability partners to each other. other. Absolutely. That's absolutely. And they just have to. I always remind them, like, you know, you don't know what she had to do to get that. That's. Or what she's going through to to just to make get here, it. yeah, and to get there every every day. Like I mean, you just don't know what people are going through every day when they wake up in the morning to even make it to the gym. That <laughs> is woo-hoo. the hardest part, yep. you know. And so when it comes to body image, you know, I try not to. Mm-hmm. You know, people are people are adults, mm-hmm. so you know you can't be like don't do this. Don't right, do that, right. Do this. But you know, you can try to encourage them to like change their way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm big on like mindset change. I'm big Let's on like telling them to change their language. You're I'm beautiful. big on saying yeah. instead of saying this, say this. Mm-hmm. Like even with my girls, I'm like, you know, what you speak about yourself will be. Mm. Girl. And and when you say that, you know, doing this work Little girls, th- this has been the most astonishing thing that I have learned. They get their their self esteem peaks at nine years old. Mm-hmm. So if you peaking at nine, you got your whole life coming ahead of you mm-hmm. and you just think of all the things that's been that you're bombarded with every single day. And it's already peaked years ago. Mm-hmm. And now you're battling mm-hmm. whatever happened between nine and forty something. You know, years. It's like, oh my God! And you got you got years of changing that mindset and changing your language, and and how you view your body. Because even though we don't say it, you know, you try to brush stuff off. When people say things about you, mm-hmm. oh, you know that. That sticks in the back of your mind. Oh, yo, you got some thick thighs and you already got issues about your thighs. Then mm-hmm. you in the mirror <laughs> looking, like, <laughs> looking wait. like, wait a minute, well, maybe they <laughs> right. <That's, laughs> right. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe I need to more, do more squats or something to lose all this fat. And it's like, no, maybe Absolutely. you just need to look or just hold your head up a little bit higher and let them appreciate what you're appreciating. Maybe you just need to be grateful for the <laughs> body that God has given you. Like, I mean, I think that's just what it is because, you know, if I'm being all the way honest, like, Mm -hmm. you can't tell me I ain't a baddie now. (laughs) You can't, you can't tell me. Like, (laughs) it wouldn't even matter what. (laughs) But when I was my daughter's age, Mm -hmm. you know, I was fat. I was ugly. I was like all of these things. Like, I was never pleased with myself. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the guys don't want to talk to me and all of this other stuff that, you know, this, it's still happening. Oh, yeah. It's oh, just yeah. happening different. Yes. Because this generation is harsh. You know, Real so harsh. now it's like, you dark skin, you are ugly. I mean, you, fa- you know, it's just like, yeah. wait a minute. And it and, and it's not just words. It's now you can go to show, social media and tell thousands and a millions yes. of people how they feel about you. It's like, yeah, it's, it's really, it's, whole it's, different. <laughs> it's really, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very unfortunate. It's a very uh, a sad space, especially with me having girls, mm-hmm. you know, my girls go through this mm-hmm. and, you know, I really just try to tell them, like, I really try to pour into them like how beautiful they are, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um, cherish. she's dark skin, mm-hmm. but honey, that chocolate skin is fine. Yes, it is. And I'm not going to let her say no different. You bet not. Not going to let her say no different. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to believe what people say. Yes. Yes. And anytime somebody says something negative about you, it's probably because they are struggling with themselves. themselves. And so it's not you. It's them. And you don't have to believe any of that. Amen. And I don't let them like fall into that. It's like, well, do you believe it? That's always my first question. Do you believe it? No. I'm so, cute, and I'm like, alright, then. Why we even why talking we about, about it? this? Like, why is this even? Why we discussion? even talking about it? It's probably something that got something to do with them. It don't have nothing to do with oh, you. Or they so wish they, they had. They they had what you said, what you said. You what you said. <laughs> so you know, you got to throw a little shade. But we we ain't about that. Uh-uh. I wanna. Um, we got a few minutes left, so um, I wanna ask this question as a black female trainer, business owner. Um and the only black female GM in Lexington, what has the journey been like for you? Cause you blazing, you blazing, you know that right? God yeah, granks. you blazing. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. And and from that um conception, how do you continue to grow um the studio? Um, so the journey. It's not been easy. Mm -hmm. Um, It has been an experience. Mm -hmm. It has been an experience, especially um, only being six months open and we're hit with a pandemic. Yes. And so, you know, every time I walk into the studio, I'm really in awe. Mm -hmm. Like, one, you did this. Two, you still doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many small businesses out here who couldn't survive during a pandemic, but I did. Yeah, because you there wasn't no there wasn't no carry out or nothing that you could do. I mean, it really wasn't. So to have a business of this caliber, mm-hmm. it wasn't easy. Um, it was definitely hard. But if I had to. I give I give thanks to to God yes. because it's been nothing but grace and mercy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then my clients, my squad, man, your squad, man, your squad, type. My squad is like the most loyal. Like they are down for me, and, and why shouldn't they be? You are awesome. They are like they so down to me, down for me. It like every time I talk about them, it like it really makes me like cry because it's just like they don't have to be. You right? They didn't have to stick by me. They didn't have to they didn't have to say we gonna ride this thing out until the pandemic is clear like they didn't have to but they did and because of them I am still standing. Mm. And so I don't I don't give I don't give you know God gets the glory. Of course yeah. But after that my clients get the like they get it yeah. because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be open. But it, it, it's not, it's not them. It's you. It's you. Let, let me go on and give you your flowers now <laughs> because you have to be that type of person that people want to do that for. Absolutely. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because not everybody has that. Your intentions are pure. Let me put it that way. Absolutely. Not everybody's is. So most people, when I try to tell people, when you come into this, fitness thing it, it's not about money because it ain't like right because people will it's raining outside I ain't coming it's snowing. Yeah. yeah I ain't coming mm-hmm. so it ain't about the money you do it because you truly love it and it's not only that how do I explain it there's just something about you that your aura that is just like okay I got, I got this. She got me. So I got her. Do you, do you, do you yeah, understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. I can't put it into words. It's just it's just it's an energy. exchange. Yes. Yes. It's an energy exchange. And Fit and Fair Studio is, you know, one of the goals was always to, like, provide a space where the energy is good. Yes. Where when people walk in the door, they feel good. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, you know. They don't feel anything but good. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely an energy exchange. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm almost certain that they feed off of me, oh, yeah. Um. but I definitely feed off of them and they provide, we provide mm-hmm. the energy and fit and fear studio that makes people like know that they want to be yes. there. I, so, and, and with that said, cause we done ran out of a little cat. <laughs> I want you to tell everyone, um, How they can find you. Um, so Fit and Fear Studio is located downtown Lexington at 210 Corral Street mm-hmm. um, we are on Facebook at Fit and Fear Studio we are on Instagram mm-hmm. at Fit and Fear Studio and I would give my number out but y'all probably gonna be calling <laughs> no, that's right. not the women but the <laughs> men's so y'all not, not ready y'all not ready if you wanted to email me as well you can email me at fitandfearstudio at gmail.com yes yeah y'all know where to find her y'all know where to find her um thank you thank you for this time again thank you for allowing me to be in your space absolutely thank yo. you for having me <laughs> this has been great i've learned so much <laughs> this has been great it um is. and thank you all for uh joining us on thick and fabulous with Tella Whitfield be kind to yourself bye